all of our events got canceled. It was like the first things that went after, you know, after sporting events and stuff got canceled, conventions were gone. And so we were on like kind of the, the head of all this where, you know, really about two weeks before everybody else's stuff got shut down, ours already had. So we had already started, you know, we'd already done, you know, a big shopping trip and started um, really pushing our online sales and, you know, letting people know like, hey, our income's gone, we're gonna need help. And Sustaining Craft. This is a podcast all about those in creative fields or business. I'm your host, Elizabeth Silverstein, and I have with me today Morgan Elaine of The Inkling Girl. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing well. So the last time we talked was years and years ago, I think probably 2016 at this point. I think so. Something like that. <laughs> and we, we, t- we, t- no, sorry. we discussed some really cool things. I, and I also ended up interviewing your husband and your daughter because they're both artists as well. That's right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to post their stories too on my new website and get, get you all together as a family. Um, but give me a little update. In the four years that we've talked, what have you been up to? How have you been doing? We've been doing very well. Um, I think we've done a lot the last four years, I guess. I mean, I think in 2016 was when I was finishing up um, my Muse series. And so um, I ended up having a solo exhibition for that. And then since then, um, Danny had his own solo exhibition. And um, we've both been steadily working, making art. He's been working on his Bone series. And he also has um, a comic book that he's been working on. And then I've sort of, um, I still do a lot of portraits, but I've sort of um, been doing a lot more um, animals and learning how to paint um, flora, flowers and plants and mushrooms and stuff. So, um, but I've, I mean, we're both still doing the same stuff, just I guess in different, in varying degrees. And, um, but it means we're still doing, or, you know, prior to all this, we were still doing, you know, regular events and, you know, conventions and that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, really we've just kind of like dug into this whole artist lifestyle of trying to sustain ourselves with just our artwork. Yeah. And or as much as possible. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and one of the big things that you were doing last time we talked was jewelry. So wearable art. Are you still doing that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did that for a long time and I really enjoyed it. But um, I phased all of that out largely because really when it comes down to it, although I'm artistic in a lot of ways, I'm really just not crafty. don't have I'm just not good at that stuff like I I'm just not and I know that and um they this the kind of stuff that I made was it was sort of labor intensive and the all of the um not equipment but all the supplies were expensive and heavy honestly we were kind of a pain in the butt to haul to places and set up it took forever and I really wanted to focus on selling prints of my artwork original artwork and that kind of thing. I just, I find more value in that. And so, um, 
So I phased out on my pendants and I phased out um, my glass magnets. And I, I did buy a button maker, which I'm, I love, and it's one of the best things I've ever invested in. So I still do have magnets and I can do um, buttons and um, pocket mirrors. So I still have accessories. They're just easier. It's easier to do and it doesn't require um, being crafty because I literally use a machine to make everything. <laughs> you just put it together and it's good. <laughs> exactly. It's just assembly. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's really your income was from selling your prints and then your original art and ritual art, sorry, and then these a little bit of accessories as well. Yes, yeah, for sure. But now it's definitely it's um, mostly prints. I do still sell a lot of magnets, though. People like magnets, dude. Like people want art on their fridge. <laughs> yeah, magnets are pretty cool. Um, so you're selling that through your Etsy shop and then you were doing in-person shows, right? Yes. So, um, I still have my Etsy store and my husband has his stuff in my Etsy store too, but we, we set it up as sort of almost two separate websites because there's a specific URL where you can see just his stuff. And then the Etsy URL is mine and his. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I still do local events. Um, I stick to local events because frankly, I don't like to travel. I'm very anxious. And also we have a thousand animals, so it's really just not very feasible for me to go. Um, so Danny's the one who does the traveling and, um, the out of state shows. I stick at home because <laughs> that's really just more my, my jam. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's what a marriage is, right? A partnership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a, is there a current series that you're working on right now? Um, nothing concrete. I mean, I, I sort of dip in and out of series. Um, cause I did start working on sort of like Greek mythology type stuff. I have painted a Medusa. I did Andromeda and Artemis and then Persephone. Um, and I plan to do more of those eventually, but I'm not as hyper-focused like I was with my muses. I was super, super focused on those for like two years, and um, I just don't have the same attention span that I used to. I just get bored e more easily now, and so um, I think... I kind of skip around to different things. So I'll, you know, I'll do something Greek mythology based and then I'll do something folklore based and then I'll, you know, do something that's, you know, mushrooms and toads and roses and whatever. Like, right. I'm working on something right now that is still in the sketching phase and it's an owl with a bunch of like camellias and it's going to take me forever, but I think it's oh. going to be really pretty to kind of go with the ravens and roses piece that I did. So I'm kind of just, yeah. I've been experimenting a lot with different papers and, um, because for a long time I only worked on one specific paper and now I'm trying some different things. So I'm, I'm kind of teaching myself some new skills, I guess. And it's very slow going because I'm a very slow learner. Uh, but that's part of the journey, right? You know, that process. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's fun. Um, it's fun trying new, new papers and different brushes and stuff because I, um, I, I was miss, I've been missing out on a lot. I'm like kind of sad that I didn't discover this stuff sooner because, um, yeah, it's working on different mediums or different papers. It really, like, I have to learn how to use the paint totally differently than on other stuff that I've worked on. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting. And it 
you know, it keeps me from getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your lifestyle was a little more kind of, I guess, reserved to local things anyways, or, you know, more online. When everything hit with all the recent events, how did that impact what you were doing? And oh, I did want to say, because you are located in more rural Louisiana, right? Yes. So, um, I mean, I'm from Lake Charles, which is, um, it's not like a big city, but it's, I guess, you know, one of the more well-known ones, I suppose, because, but uh, we live about 45 minutes away from Lake Charles. And yeah, where we live now is much more rural. Like, I mean, it's the country, there are cows everywhere and not that many people, (laughs) which is nice. So um, because of that, we kind of feel like we were in a really good position when this all started, just because we're already used to sort of being at home a lot of the time because we don't live in a big city. There's not, we don't go buzz around, you know, I mean, I would go to the store fairly often and the post office pretty often, but um, I don't like to go to the store all the time. So we would do our best to have as much as we needed, you know, aside from like the essentials, like milk, eggs, bread, that kind of thing. So we, are pretty good about having what we need at home that'll last for a while. So because of that, you know, all of our events got canceled. It was like the first things that went after, you know, after sporting events and stuff got canceled, conventions were gone. And so we were on like kind of the, the head of all this where, you know, really about two weeks before everybody else's stuff got shut down, ours already had. So we had already started, you know, we'd already done, you know, a big shopping trip and started um, really pushing our online sales and, you know, letting people know like, hey, our income's gone. We're going to need help. And, you know, please share this and yada, yada, yada. I'm going to get my water. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we were kind of in a good position, I think. And also we're both, we both work from home and we homeschool our daughter. So we're very accustomed to spending a lot of time together, which is really good as it turns out, since we're going to be together a lot over this. <laughs> I think really the hardest part was um, our daughter has, you know, she would go to jujitsu twice a week and piano <coughs> once a week and um, had catechism. And so cutting all that out was hard for her because she's only eight and she's an only child. So she's kind of bored, but you know, she understands. We've explained it. Hmm. No. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> now you, do you have it? No, I know the joke is everyone with a cough. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like you kind of had some. <laughs> Mine's because I talked too much. Yeah. <laughs> that throat dried up. Um. Um, it sounds like you kind of were able to see things come and get a little bit more prepared for everything. That's what it, I mean, I feel that way because we, um, and also, I mean, I'm an anxious person by nature and I always have been. And Danny is a little, I think I've just rubbed off on him because he's a little bit anxious now more so than he (laughs) but he's also always kind of been jokingly prepared for the zombie apocalypse. So, um, he's a really good person in a crisis because he thinks of every eventuality. So, um, yeah, we pretty quickly, well, and also, you know, we saw our income drying up. So we kind of were in the position of we need to go buy food and, 
you know, all the things that we're going to need for at least a month because we don't really know what we're going to be earning. So we need to buy what we can while we have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, um, I mean, that was, it wasn't even really a strategy. It was kind of a like, well, we have to do this cause we need to do it while we can, you know? So we did that and, and you know, and I did things like I paused my audible subscription and you know, we did stuff where anything that we could defer or pause, we went ahead and did that because we thought we don't want to spend money on things that are not absolutely necessary. So we were we were pretty good about that. We were pretty on top of it. That's awesome. <laughs> well, how can people support you right now? Where can very easy to stalk on the internet. Um, <laughs> I have a Etsy store. It's uh, theinklinggirl.etsy.com. I have a Patreon where um, I have tiers from $1 all the way up to $25. Danny also has a Patreon. And uh, my Patreon is the inkling or patreon.com slash the inkling girl. Um, my Instagram is also the inkling girl. I'm so easy to find. Um, and so uh, my Patreon's really fun, actually. Or I try to make it really fun because I do um, have like digital, like lock screens and wallpapers people can use on their computers. I do a color sheet every month. Um, and then, you know, I post all my in progress works on there first. So people get like sneak peeks and first looks at whatever I'm working on. Um, and then Danny has a web comic and a Patreon. His is Roll Initiative uh, and Roll Initiative, the web comic. So, you, I mean, if you search that, you'll find it. But we definitely, I mean, we have plenty to keep ourselves busy. That's for sure. Because between our Patreons and, um, just trying to make sure we get all our commissions and stuff done. We have a lot of content going out. <laughs> awesome. And I think that was all my questions, Morgan. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I believe that your hair looks amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I just washed it. Like, like such good hair. I was like, <laughs> I got to tie a bandana around this because I'm pretty sure Danny is going to give me a mohawk later because I cannot deal with this anymore. <laughs> You know, there's definitely been uh, several days where I just don't even bother. It goes up and I'll just like, I'll deal with it later. (laughs) But, you know. Oh my gosh. I've been wearing hats for days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just say, I put it back in a bun, get it out of my face. I'm just like, (laughs) thanks. Well, it's been such a pleasure (laughs) catching up with you. Thank you so much for scheduling with me, for recording this. Um, I hope to get this up by this week. And once again, this has been Sustaining Graph with Elizabeth Silverstein, my special guest today, Morgan Elaine of The Inkling Girl. Music has been provided by Jim Chiago of 7 Second Chance. Find him on iTunes and Spotify. Morgan, before we sign off completely, what do you hope for? What are you looking for on the other side of all of this? You know, I don't know. It's going to be, I think it's going to be weird when everything kind of gets back to normal because it's going to be a new normal. I mean, it can't, it, not everything's going to be the same. I think it's going to be a, a big adjustment. Um, I guess I mainly, I really hope that because we've had to slow down and do things differently, um, I really hope that the people that have been figuring things out and solving problems continue to do that kind of work because um, a lot of people are figuring out that they work well in a crisis um a lot of people are finding out how adaptable they are and um i also really hope that you know for everyone that's feeling kind of stuck at home and 
I just kind of hope that we have a new appreciation for our families and um, and also with how we connect. And I hope people can connect a little more meaningfully, you know, after this. And I think that'll happen. I mean, you know, we'll see, but that's kind of what I'm hoping for.